0: Hey, guys, uh, this is Kyle, Kyle Dunbar. Obviously, you're probably on my page if you're re- listening to this at all. You may have even listened to my previous uh, audio there, and that's why I'm putting this together. Actually, I made the one audio, and people have asked questions and asked me to make more explaining some things, and I, although, please, please do list any questions you want me answer because I'll probably answer some in the future. I'm just going to go over a couple of the basic ones that I always get asked when I'm at tattoo conventions. Um, number one, was it real? Yes, of course it was. Uh, if you watch my last, or listen to my last audio, yeah, it was real. They, they drive you crazy until you do something. Uh, do I hate Nunez? No, I love that man. Uh, he gave me all this opportunity. Not everybody has done as well with Ink Master as I've been able to. It seems like people liked the storyline they were going after. And uh, so I got a lot of that. I got a lot of love from that, you know? Um, I really appreciate uh, him. <laughs> I really appreciate the producers, the editors, the storyline guys, all the people that wanted me to explode. And I didn't like him then, of course. Because, you know, when someone wants you to be angry, you're not like, that's my favorite person. But in hindsight, it's worked well for me. That being said, I would have rather $100,000. And that being said, I have to recognize, in my own opinion, I was not the proper person to win. Uh, The first time I was on, I still believe this, that Craig Foster was the best tattoo artist that was there. And the second time I was on, and I still believe this, Halo was the best tattoo artist that was there and those people should have won and people said well what about sausage or what about maddie and yes they're good artists if you look at halo's work from day one on that show i mean it's it's awesome The, the things that they cut him down for um were really it was just to get rid of him i don't know i think there was i don't know i don't know why he didn't win I do think that the show does not bring out the best, like, uh, you know, they got their excuses. Uh, Somebody I like, um, but he should have never been an Ink Master. Uh, He he did the worst portrait ever. And before that, it was me. (laughs) So, I shouldn't have been an Ink Master, um, but... You know, people that have won since also, you can be like, why the fuck? And it's always this weird kind of like, they always have this but, right? So you listen to the judges and they'll say this and this and this is kind of good. Okay. But, and they use the buts to then build up the winners. If it, So I'll explain it like they might be judging Josh today and determining that Josh did a good job. Making changes with his portrait to more accurately represent uh, the, the um, essence of the character, which is something they did. But he doesn't win. Then they say it looks like it's coming out of a vagina or this kind of stuff. Then they beat it up, right? And then they move on to Tattoo Baby, who they say, we love how you made these changes to more accurately betray the essence. So they they start out just like they did with King Ruck on X-Men Day when they say, Ruck, we hate the way you did the inside. Ruck, we love the way you brought an illustrated feel to this portrait day because when we love that, it makes it okay for us to choose the winner who did not do a portrait but instead an illustrated tattoo. Scott, who did one of the um, Wolverines. And and think about this, too. Obviously, a lot of this comes down to choice of your canvas, but some things just can't win. You know, I'm on accuracy day and I do a 83, a tattoo, a face of an 83 year old woman. You can't win. You can't. You're not going to make that look better than uh, a guy who is literally a model and is having a headshot. To, you know what I mean? Like, you're not going to be able to do a better job with an 83-year-old lady. You can have a challenge, and you can maybe come in second or third, you know, and if you, if you didn't, as, as I made the mistake to be accurate, if you throw accuracy out the window, you might be able to come second or third, but there's going to be a pretty tattoo that they're always going to pick. X-Men Day. What the fuck? Did you see the way they used... So So there's two Wolverines, right? Here's a little, fun, a little funny secret about uh, the X-Men day. Hugh Jackman. You notice that I was never in a room with Hugh Jackman? You notice how everybody else seems to be in the room. Well, here's the thing. Hugh Jackman was doing press. He had just filmed the show, and now he is on the press junket. And we had to wait for him. He didn't show up in a timely fashion at all. They told us that one of the winners was the X-Men, and we just moved on. They saved our clothes for like two weeks and the reason I wasn't there was because the time that Hugh Jackman finally showed up I had already been kicked off the show I was already home and then of course Hugh Jackman who does he pick but the Wolverine I mean did we not see that coming meanwhile if you look at Halo's tattoo it was the best portrait of the day right? Rogue that was he did a beautiful job but there was no doubt That the Wolverine, one of the two Wolverines had to win. That's why they had two Wolverines in, don't you think? They had Hugh Jackman. They before they picked the tattoos you're going to do, they had Hugh Jackman slated. He was showing up. That's a big thing for them. So, what do you think's going to win? A Hugh Jackman Wolverine, or a Warpath, a comic book character you've never heard of, or uh, the fucked up looking, not bald, uh. Who was um, who even got it? I think General J did it, and it was Xavier. And it he wasn't even bald. It, 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 like these are they give you the picture you have to use. I had um, the Beast. They give you the picture you have to use, and you're just like, who the fuck is this? You know, like why the fuck? How could this win? Basically, the two Wolverines are gonna have to shit the bed. And then you might go on beyond it. But if you look at that Rogue that Halo did, that was the best. Not that it got rewarded as the best. You know? Um, It it was actually used to show how you might have to make changes to the design so that the other ones could win. Remember, they used Ruck to illustrate how the illustrated version uh, of of parts were acceptable. And... um, and then they used uh, halos to explain how you why the necessity would be for the colors not to necessarily match up to the image. And Rogue was a really white girl. Uh, and, so, and he was tattooing on somebody that was actually darker skin. He had to make it darker so the contrast would be there. But they didn't reward him for that. They just said thank you so they could then use that to apply to the winner. Hugh Jackman. Um, all this kind of... It starts to be bullshit. Your second time around... Am I talking about Inkmasters again? Far too much. <laughs> I'm just answering questions. Number one, yes. I, I wanted to beat his ass. No, it was not manufactured. If it was, they owe me an Emmy. I did a great job. <laughs> and uh, even it, I would rather believe that it was. If you could believe that I was that good of an actor. I, I, I like acting um i'm a theater kid i'm just a fucking nerd i like acting i like voiceover work anybody's got any lucrative voiceover work dude i'm all about it uh but i've never done it i like it i mean i have um you know high school type stuff but what what i'm saying is if that was scripted to me or given to me man i did a great job and i deserve credit for that it was not though i just went crazy it was all real um they pushed me there uh the other question people ask me did me and Nunez patch it up you know he called me uh, and in the living room of my dingy apartment that I was living at at the time um after Ink Master and uh, after I'd lost my house there while being on Ink Master he called me up and he found out you know that I'd lost my house he'd never known that and he found out some of the troubles that I was going through uh my dog when I came back we had to put him down he was having health issues and uh you know everything everything was adding up when I was at the show too it was, it was during the winter and my wife had a car and sh- she didn't know how to take care of it properly it was a piece of poo car and it had no heat <laughs> so these are all problems that were mounting while I'm there and I can't take care of them I don't make enough money to take care of them at the show. I don't have any money saved up. I'm losing my house, and uh, I've got a piece of crap car. Like I know how to mess with the, uh, you know, the the the, air, the bypass and all that, so that I can get heat. My wife doesn't. So all that was stressing me out. He found that out. Did he give me an apology? No, he never gave. It was like a pseudo apology. It seemed like he was more interested in letting me know that he was not a pussy. And that he would have fought me if he thought that it was a justified fight. Which I never doubted. And I didn't care. I don't know if he didn't understand this. But I'm not scared to get punched in the face. If you look at me closely, you'll notice one of my teeth. The very front one has been punched in the face. And uh, that's why I smile so much when I'm about to get in a fight. Because I want you to know I ain't scared of that. You know, rearrange my teeth. It won't be the first time i've got a lot of chipped teeth um actually i'm getting older now and i don't like to do that i'm done actually i'm not fighting ever again but uh nunez wanted me to know that he if if he thought it was a justified fight he would have fought with me he didn't really want to apologize so did we patch it up i believe that nunez is kind of a douchebag um Several reasons. It goes on and on. I think the majority of the judges on there have uh, certain douchebaggery. I think I've talked about Ali's bigotedness, um, both of their chauvinistic uh, approach, um, and and then I never get uh, Navarro himself, who who wears leather or faux leather I don't even care like if you're making it cool as a status symbol and then telling people not to kill animals um for clothing and shit it's like you're just a hypocrite really you know like like some people have pointed out the faux fur can actually be worse than real fur because of the ecological damage that it causes and the status symbol that it still supports of of so that other people will want real fur I don't know how that works in. Everybody can hate everything. We're in a we're in a spot now where everybody wants. Did I say we're in a spot now? As though cancel culture is new. <laughs> I forget. Cancel culture is very old. Even one of the people who often rails against cancel culture, uh, Joe Rogan, uh, is the first time I'd ever heard of the guy. I, I didn't watch The Fear Factor and all that stuff. First time I ever heard of him was after he canceled. The uh, mind of Mencia, Mencia, Carlos Mencia was canceled by Joe Rogan, and now Joe Rogan goes on and talks about how cancel culture is the worst thing and it shouldn't be. Well, yeah, no, not when it's when it's you know pointed at you. When you're pointing it at other people, cancel culture just seems fine. I think people have always tried to stop things that they don't like, though, and I guess that's what cancel culture is. It's just now there's more of them grouping together. They have better platforms to group together i'm anyways neither here nor there on it let's get back to the questions uh did me and nunez patch it up not really uh did we hang out we never even hung out when you're on the show we're not hanging out i don't see navarro in them um other questions that people ask me what have i been up to since then uh traveling you know we got in our rv we bought an rv uh took, I think, three to $5,000 and got this piece of poo RV. We moved our whole family into it, and then we drove across the country learning about all the wonders of the country, of a 454 that often breaks down the side of the road, and um, an RV that is in 1991 that you, you need to fix every day. So we did that. We traveled with Villain Arts. I want to thank Villain Arts the most. If you guys are familiar with Villain Arts or my experience, like or what i'm doing now i pretty much tattoo almost exclusively at tattoo conventions so i drive to a state with my wife sometimes my son we set up for the weekend we tattoo and then we come home and when we come after we get back home we don't really do much uh the covid honestly has slowed us down a lot we we um Came back to Michigan after three years on the road. We came back to Michigan because there was a, a child born that need, was medically fragile. His parents uh, needed some time, and uh, the boy needed some help. So we fostered the child until his parents were able to take care of him. And now everybody's doing better, and it's quite a blessing. <laughs> we love it. Uh, but we were thinking about leaving again, and our mother's health is kind of waning, you know, we feel like we need to be around in Michigan longer, so so that's what we've been doing, for the past, uh, since Ink Masters, we've been traveling to ta- villain arts tattoo conventions, a few other tattoo conventions that aren't just villain arts, um, but mostly villain arts, and then we've, uh, we sat down here, we're living at my wife's uh, house that she grew up in, It's in Flint, Michigan. It's in the city. It's not the best neighborhood, Um, but it's what we can afford. We're still not rich. (laughs) Maybe that. I think a lot of people get the idea that fame and riches are just hand in hand, and I'll accept a certain amount of celebrity. I guess that people will give me. They're like because people do celebrate me being around or being there of some sort. But what they but, uh, and, and so the celebrity comes from fame. However, fame and celebrity do not equate to money. You have to know how to use that shit. And I ain't, I don't know how to, you know. People, people have messaged me, I guess, to try and use my Instagram cred or my Facebook cred or different things like that for commercials but I'm not a commercial dude, and I don't know about their products and stuff. and it, it's it's it always just seems like a scam. Um Paris Hilton, she knows how to make money off of celebrity and fame. And uh, Kyle Dunbar doesn't. and doesn't really care that much about it. I know who I am, just average jerk off., uh, so it's it it's it's more surprising to me that people um, do celebrate me because, I'm a douchebag in the end, you know. Actually, it makes me have to rise up to a higher level almost of being where I have to try and be better. uh, Be a role model almost or or something. God, that sounds terrible. Um, But to to try and be more than normally I might because people look up to me. So I have to think about my actions a bit more, I guess. But The long and short, uh, am I doing good? I'm doing good. Yeah. <laughs> Can I complain? It's all I do. Um, am I making money? Same as before. I'm only making money by tattooing. Uh, nobody's calling the kid up for fucking, uh, you know, voiceover deals or anything. I don't have any acting lessons or any acting, um, not lessons, but any acting, uh, you know, deals from it. I'm not showing up on Sons of Anarchy. You know, that's for the Navarros. Um... People ask me, why do they even have David Navarro there? That's a question I get asked a lot. It's because the other two idiots are really bad at talking. Okay, They can do color commentary. They can talk about a thing. But just introducing it, watching Dave work, you really realize that there is an art to it. And you can see that he put a lot of time into it. It's actually watching him work how I decided that I was going to call Nunez a bitch. And just stick with that because I didn't know what he was until I realized he was a bitch because he didn't have his words in his mouth. He had someone else's words in his mouth. And I realized how much that hurt those guys by watching Dave Navarro be a professional all the time, be a professional. Um, he would just read the cue cards. Sometimes he would, you know, make advice changes to the to the you know script that he was reading or whatnot. Um to say it more like him, it. but he was a professional. He could just do it, boom, boom, boom. He wouldn't have to do cut after cut, you know. Occasionally we would do cuts, but mostly just to give him more options for the editing room. He was just professional. And then when you watch the other guys attempt to do anything like that, you realize that they were kind of, you know, dumb about it. That they weren't able to. Ali, I believe, probably could because he can talk and say whatever. Um, Nunez needs more direction. And so the reason Navarro is there is one, for credibility, because uh, you need some star power if you never heard of these other two guys. You need some other dude. Uh, and then, two, is because the other guys couldn't do that job. That's why Navarro's there. No, he's not a judge of tattoos. He, he gets bad tattoos. He gets tattooed by Oliver. Oliver does bad tattoos. Um, I, I'm not impressed with either of the judges' work nor have I ever been. I have always been disappointed with both of their work. People have sometimes talked about how they loved Ali. This is before he was even on the show. Uh, you know, I had a um, magazine article. Like, I've, I've, I've had friends in this industry for a long time. And ali has been in the industry for a long time and uh some i remember one time talking to a magazine uh writer or possibly editor uh for machine gun magazine she just talked about how much she loved ollie and i didn't know of his work but she had some images of his work and so she showed me his work and i was not impressed i was like wow second grade that's cool just he can color inside the lines that's i mean wow <laughs> you know <laughs> oh he put the lines down too i guess all this is Big stuff, I guess, for some. But his his tattoos are archaic and they're they're uh, derivative. Um, they lack imagination, uh, except when he's just throwing it out the window and doing a tattoo on the bus of a pizza box or something. And then it's still, there's no imagination. It's really just stupidity that he's expanding in uh, that he's he's putting on the tattoo. Um, I've never been impressed by their artwork. Uh, what else to say of it? Did they should they have been judges? Sure, why not? Uh, they're making a show. They made a good show. They made it entertaining. Uh, weighing in on anything else? What Oliver being in blackface? Yeah, he's a fucking idiot. Um, he, he's a bit of a racist. Uh, he's more bigoted, I think, than racism. But you know, uh, nowadays it's all synonymous, I guess. I personally feel that racism should be quantified like there's levels of racism if your racism is is affecting another person or a group of people then it's different than if your racism is just held inside of your stupid immature brain you know what i mean if you just got words that you use to talk about people when they drive by you or something like that and they're based off of race and they cut you off and you're mad that's different than if you're like somebody who's a clerk at the city and then because of the color of someone's skin, you try to work against them. Or, or you know, you raci- racially profile when you pull a car over or something like that as a police officer. Those, those levels of racism are higher up. Oliver was being stupid and dressing up on, um, on Halloween. However, we don't know that he didn't use his bigot, his racial bigotry against contestants on the show so uh whatever of it anything else questions people ask me what have i been up to since covid hit since covid hit i've been playing call of duty almost exclusively i haven't been doing anything else just playing call of duty um i play on mobile i i don't care for the um playstation platforms or the xbox platforms anymore mobile's free so here's my little commercial for cod mobile like look it up it's free you can if you have a, um, a good tablet you got a good size screen already you can always project your tablet or your tv or your phone to a tv uh, and then you can also use a bluetooth playstation uh, controller or a bluetooth uh, xbox controller hook that up with your phone and then it still works with with the game um who cares that's my little bit of com- commercial for them i think that's it uh and it's short enough i'm trying to stop it now and uh, listen um if you guys are enjoying these please respond with questions you would like to have answered okay i'm just trying to go over a few of the easy ones now and we're gonna uh, my assistant mark you got a job you're gonna try and compile the questions in and then i'm gonna try and answer them in another audio and because they'll be coming from questions, maybe it'll be shorter. So hopefully it is. I apologize for the length of these things. For all you people who have con- who have told me not to worry about the length of them, thank you. Um, but I still do. I have nothing else. Do I have anything else? No, I just want to go play more Call of Duty, really, right now. <laughs> we'll talk to you guys later. Have a good one.